All right, Rabotai, welcome. It's that time, Wednesday, a little late today, but they say better late than never. We're here learning Tehillim. We're in chapter Lamed Chet, chapter 38. <coughs> These classes are Le'elunishmat, the Tzadeket, Le'alili Bat Virginet. This is Lili Medeb, Alea Shalom. The Chichiravi Lunishamat, dedicated by her uh, great son, Dr. Rafi Medeb, Baal Chesed Gadol. <coughs> and his idea was to learn uh, these chapters to elevate his mother's soul. So we're learning chapter Lamed Chet. It's a classic. We're going to learn it al pi apshat first. We'll go through the whole chapter first, just to understand what's going on. <coughs> just the um, Dr. Matri chapter. David had the incident with Batsheva. Batsheva um, looked like she was married to Uriah, the Gemara says, really, the marriage was not a marriage because there was a divorce given. David took Batsheva. The Gemara says Batsheva was worthy for David from Sheshitimim Asibirishit. Everything halakhically was sound. Only thing is, on David's level, it has a tinge of Marit Ayin, you know, to the, to the people who don't understand, it looks like he took a married lady. Furthermore, Uriah, which was Batsheva's husband, he sent them out to war and put them on the front lines. So if you want to be sinister, you can say, oh, we put him on the front lines to kill him so he can take his wife. That's if you're sinister. Now, if you're honest, you say, no, the Gemara says that really Uriah was guilty. He was Mored bin Malchut. He was rebellious to the king, was disrespectful to, disrespectful to King David, and therefore he deserved that, that punishment. Fine. Nonetheless, David did suffer a sickness as a result of that sin, which is Yisurin, and in Yisurim below Avon, in this case, it's not a Avon where he actually did a federal crime, but it's like a misdemeanor. It's like a technical foul. So he had to get a punishment. This is the story when David is praying to God at the time of his sickness, which was the kapara for the tikkun of Batsheva and Uriah. So Mizmor le David, this is the song of David, le Haskir. So that she right away says, which means he said it at a time of Sarah. And that she says that any time the Jewish people will be in a time of need, they should say this, they should say this chapter. Fine. Adonai al so we're basically going to go here with the perush of the radak. God, you're giving me rebuke. Don't do it with anger. You're giving me yisurin, but it should not come with, uh, with a hema, which is a, also a type of anger. Your arrows have gone through me or have uh, landed on me, which is the yisurin, I like uh, arrows that shoot through Radak. Which means it's as if they, they went through me or they reached me. Which means your hand, Yadecha, your hand of Makot, it it reached me. En metom bipsari. En metom radak en shilemut. Not one part of my body is whole. It seems that the affliction got David from head to toe. So he says, en mitom. There's no completion. There's no health. Bipsari. 
in my flesh, because of your anger, and shalom ba'atzamai, even in my bones. The sa'ar reached even the bones. The Radak says, atzamai shem hazakim, obviously the bones are stronger than the flesh. Enam b'shalom, they're not at peace. Ki ko'avim, because they hurt, they're in pain. Why? Mepeneh hatati. That's interesting. David Amalek refers to the sin of Bacheva Hatati. He doesn't say Mipne Pesha'ai, which is a negligent sin, or Avonot, uh, uh, which is also negligent on purpose. Hatati, it was uh, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as it as, as it's made out to be by the wise guys. Ki Avonotai, now David Amalek says, Avonotai in general. Not only the sin of Bacheva, in general. Ki Avonotai, Avirudo Shilka humble David Amalek is. He says, My sins. Uh, over my head, like water. I'm, I'm, I'm inundated by my sins. It's like a heavy load. The Radak explains, I don't have the strength to carry my sins. I don't have enough mitzvot to outweigh the averot. So he says, This is referring to like someone has boils and they're filled with pus. So, therefore, what happens? Uh, because there's so much pus in it, so the flesh around it starts to deteriorate until the whole thing explodes. And he says, the boils. And why is it he says? I didn't watch, follow the ways of Hashem. Now this is David Amalek talking. We have today people that are really the Sha'im, that go around think, making the, like the tzaddikim. They have no sins. And here David Amalek was the tzaddik. Look how he's talking. Na'veti, shachoti ad me'od. He says, because I have so much sickness, my body is bent. Meaning he's hunched over. And what? What does that mean? This is my face became like blackened. What is that? Zalan. Exactly. Became black like the, uh, like the, uh, the fire. He writes, Sometimes a person's sick, he feels better in the morning, at night it, it acts up on him. He says, this sickness that God gave David, it's all day, all night. Kisalai is the loins, I think they call it, of the person. It's filled with pain. Some say, it's burning. He had fever, but he says the Kesalim were burning up. Radak Slashon, Hamimuta Holi. En Metom Bipsari, like we said above. Uh, there's no place on my body that's healthy. En Metom, there's no place that's healthy in my whole flesh. Nefugoti, Vinitketi, Admeod. So Nefugoti, you remember what Yaakov Abinu had said when he heard about that Yosef was still alive? It's a vayafog. He became weak from the news. 
So therefore, he's saying in the Fugoti, in Yan Refion Bahalishut, he says, I'm weak, I'm fatigued, Venitketi, Nitketi, I'm, 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 I'm hurt. Dikaon could also mean depressed, Admeod. Sha'agti Minahamat Libi, I'm screaming out in pain from the, from the Nahamat Libi, from the, um, from the troubles. He says, Shilibi Nohem, Alaholi Balatzarot. Adonai, Nigdecha Kol Ta'abati, God Almighty. In front of you, Kol Ta'abati. You see all my desire in front of you. Vanhati Mimechalon Estara, and my anguish to you is not hidden. Radak. Hashem Nigdecha, Lon Ne'elma Mimechal Ta'abati, Shalim et Avel Lechiyot Mechol. You know how much my Ta'aba is, my desire is to get better. I want to get better. So he says, the Ibn Ezra is beautiful over here. He learns the Pasuk like this. Hashem nigdecha kol ta'abati. God, to you all my hope and desire is, Ulay ihyeh, velo neged harofim. I don't trust the doctors. That David Amel is saying, the doctors, they have limitations. Hashem nigdecha kol ta'abati. All my desire to get better is nigdecha. And my anhati, my anguish, mimechalon estara. And then, this is the pursuit that we're going to focus on when we go back to the ayun of the chapter. Libi seharhar. Seharhar is melashon sehor. Sehor is to circle. Basically, it's like we would say today in America, my head is spinning. David Amez, I'm disoriented from the sickness. Libi seharhar, my heart is... Is, 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 is racing, it's spinning. I don't have my strength. Even my vision, he says, I'm losing. Now, one thing about David, it's not enough that he got sick, but his enemies relished in his sickness. They made a lot of enemies. And then whenever he got sick, they, uh, they rejoiced in it. So he says, My friends and my acquaintances, away from my 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 troubles. Yamudu, they stand. And my relatives, they stand from far. So the the Sefono says, my relatives stand from far because they don't want to catch it. It's contagious. So my relatives don't want to visit me because they don't want to catch the disease. He says, and my enemies, they don't visit me. He says, when it says my friends, it doesn't mean his friends. It means those that made themselves like they were my friends. When David Amalek was on top, somebody wants to be friendly with the top guy. And then over someone he loses his stature, you see who the real friends are. The real friends are the person that stick with you in the hard times. But once the guy falls on difficult times, oh, I don't know you. It's not socially uh, you know, uh, 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 acceptable to be with such a guy. So all of a sudden when David got sick, all the, what do you call them, the fair weather friends, they all pulled away from David. So he says, They looked like they were friends. I'm reading Rashi. When they were able to benefit. Of course, when David's on top, they benefit. They could say, oh, I rub elbows with the rich man. I have influence. He invites me to the parties. I get to socialize. Once they saw that the nega came to me, they throw me away like a, like a rotten potato. They just stand watching me. They don't even help me. That means their friendship was selfish. It wasn't for the, uh, for the other. In any event, he continues and says, oh, 
ודורשי לעתיד דברו הבות, ומרמות כל היום יהגו. So the way that Adak explains this over here, ונקשו, that means uh, they were uh, putting stumbling blocks in front of me, meaning they were talking. They were talking what? דורשי לעתיד, they were seeking something bad should happen to me. דברו הבות, they spoke bad about me. ומרמות כל היום יהגו, and they utter lies about me. That's what they did. They were, they were wishing David bad. They were wishing that. So the Malbim explains on this. They were those that actually wished David should die. They would come to his bedside. They were worried that he might live. They wanted to go to his bedside to make sure he doesn't survive. Someone like the doctors today. Once you put do not resuscitate, they come in and they, 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 they carry up to death sometimes. So therefore what happened? His friends, they're really not his friends, they came in and they started to want to give him poison. They wanted to bring his death. By Naksu, they gave him a, a stumbling block. They started to speak bad. What were they saying? Look, you think he, he's a Sadiq? He did this with Bacheva. That's why this is happening to him. He's an adulterer. What do you think? God's not punishing him? They were using David's sickness to use it as a proof that David is not a tzaddik. Otherwise, why would he get such punishment? The Ani, what was David's reaction? The reaction of the tzaddik is what? That he doesn't react. I make myself like Hiresh. Hiresh means death. I make I don't hear anything. And like a mute, I don't open my mouth. That's the way of the tzaddik. Shomim herpatam, they hear their uh, uh, their shame. That's that's the humility of David Melech. Even though he had what to answer, I made it like I don't understand. The end of fifth and I made it like I don't have a comeback. Of course, David had a comeback. Of course, David can answer, but I made it in the fifth tokahot. I made it like I don't have a, a response. I don't have what, what what to answer. I put my trust in God. You'll answer it. You'll answer me and get me better. And once they get better, that's the answer to them. Because they were banking that I die. So they could say, ah, oh, David was a sinner, look, he died in his sin. But if I get better, now that proof, without me saying anything, I show that was innocent. Ki amarti, I said, pen yismechuli. I was worried they're going to be rejoiced. Bemot ragli alai higdilu. Which means when I, my legs fell, when I fell down, alai higdilu. So therefore their, their words became more... Uh, more exaggerated, which means I'm scared he's saying to die. Ki amarti, lest they be happy if I die. So if he's praying to God, don't take me away. Because then you're going to give my enemies fuel. Ki ani nachon. He says, I am, I am prone to limping. David Amir had a lot of Yisuri in his life. Ki ani nachon. Nachon means I'm prone, it's, it's common. Letzela means limping. Umachobi. My troubles, I always have troubles. Unbelievable, David Amelech. What a, what a life. <coughs> but then what does he say? My avonot. I'm worried that what? That this is going to be because of my sins. But look at my enemies. I'm suffering over here, and my enemies, they have good life, not only life. This is where David Amelech talks about Sadiq Vera'lo. And I have a lot of enemies that are filled with Shekir, and they're living the life of Riley. 
However, um they're going to get theirs because they're ingrates. I did a lot of favors for them. And now when I'm in need, they don't come along. Now don't, don't, don't they come along to help me. They come along and they kick me. They come along and have animosity to me. Why? Because I run for good. They resent that I, I'm Rad Fitov, that I run for justice, that I do the right thing. And therefore, he says to God at the end, Al Ta'azveni Hashem, God, don't leave me. Don't distance yourself. Quickly come to my aid. My salvation comes from God Himself. That's the beautiful explanation of this chapter where David Amelech, in a heartfelt prayer during his time of need, makes, the, makes this tefillah. Now let's go back to some of the pesukim over here, and we want to make uh, we want to make an analysis on that. So first, I'll start with the Benish Hai. We read Benish Hai. Go to pesuk here. Ki avonotai averudoshi. Look at that. We talking. My sins are overwhelming. They've over my head. Ki masakabed like a heavy load. Yichbad yichbedu memeni. So he says, I'm reading the Ben Yishai. He says, David's sins were two. Ma shelakach lebatsheva, that he took Batsheva. Uma shelakach Uriah, and that he took Uriah. Ach be'emet, mitzad shurat adin, from the law, en elu hashuvim avonot klal. They're not sins at all. Ki Batsheva ita migoreshet. We learned that already. Batsheva was divorced. V'tavla, not only was she divorced, she went to the Megveh. Like we learned from the Zohar, she even waited three months. Because the Halakha says, even if you get divorced, you still have to wait three months to go on another man. She waited the three months also. So there was, there was no, you couldn't write a summons on David Amelech even for a small infraction. He killed Uriah on the front lines. It's not a sin. Why? Because he called Yoav, who was the general, Adoni. Now you're not allowed to call anybody Adoni except the king. So if you call Yoab Adoni, that's rebellious to David. <laughs> when the prophet Natan comes to rebuke David, what does he say? It ishto lakahta. So the Gemara says, wait, lakahta is lashon kiddushin. So even the prophet, when he rebukes David, he doesn't say, it ishto ganavta. Or it ishto na'afta, which would be adultery. He says, it ishto lakahta. Which means, even the prophet says, we know that it was legitimate. It was likuhin. <clears throat> like the Gemara says in Shabbat, page 56. Ve'oto haragta, you killed Uriah becherev b'nei Amon. So the Gemara wants to know, what's, what, what's the difference how we killed him? With who's cherev? The cherev of b'nei Amon. So the Gemara says, ma cherev b'nei Amon en atan ni'inash alav, af Uriah en atan ni'inash alav. Just like you're not responsible for who the head of Ben Amon kills, so you're not responsible for the death of Uriah. Ma of Ben Amon iata hayav aleya, af Uriah iata hayav aleya. So therefore, those two sins were not really sins, but David Amalek did pay a price. Now where did it all start from? The Ben Yishai said it started from the roof. Batsheva was taking a, uh, a shower on the roof. And... It was in, obviously in a concealed place. David, for whatever reason, obviously Hashem guides the footsteps, was on the roof. And his eyes looked towards <coughs> that area. And all of a sudden, uh, somebody shot an arrow or a bird came and the curtain moved. 
And David HaMelech was able to see Batsheva at that time. So it all started because of what? The roof. Batsheva on the roof and David on the roof. That's where this whole event happened. So the Benish Chai says, Ubas Satan v'nakava mechzavai. The Satan came and made a hole in the curtain. V'david HaMelech haya gamke metalecha lagag. V'raha and then almost the whole thing started. If he wouldn't have went on the roof at that time, if he wasn't bathing on the roof, it wouldn't have happened. So what was the, the cause? What was the shatkan to this whole uh, uh, story between David and Bathsheba? The roof. So he says, that's Mirumaz in David's name. Because if you take David's name, Dalit Vab Dalit, what's the letter before Dalit? The letter before Dalit is Gimal. And the letter before Vab is a hair. So David is Otiyot Kadmiyim Hagag, which is telling us that it's the roof that really was the element in David's life. So he says like this, ki avonotai averu roshi. He says, my avonot averu roshi, averu v'naasu misibat hagag haramuz beroshi, dahainu beroshemi, my name, averu roshi, it's all in my name, David says. Ak be'emet b'tzadadim, I have the answers. Omnam, he says, look how gorgeous. He says, It's a heavy sin, but I'm making it heavy. It's really not heavy. I'm exaggerating, David says, because the tzaddik, even a small infraction, he says, God Almighty, your Torah doesn't make what I did big. According to the Torah, it's 100% glad kasher. Why is it called kaved? Meaning, I'm the one that's exaggerating the sin. <laughs> because the tzaddik wants to make a tikkun, doesn't want to have anybody tying, doesn't want anybody to, to think otherwise. And that's the way the Benish Hai learns that pasuk. Let's go to pasuk, Rabotai. Uh, let's go to pasuk Yudbet for a second. Actually, let's go to, we're still early on, let's go to the pasuk over here. <laughs> when he says in Pasuk Dalit, I'm going to Pasuk one before. And shalom ba'atzamai mipne hatati. What does he mean? There's no shalom ba'atzamai, meaning even my bones are aching. <coughs> so I saw one of the Mefarshim in the Sefer, Devre uh, Shaul, on Tehillim. He says that there's two types of people that make sins. One person makes a sin. To rebel against God. Therefore, when he's making the sin, he has no remorse. On the contrary, he does it. Mesha'at nefesh. Mesha'at can somebody makes a sin because he has ta'avai. He can't control himself. He knows he's doing the wrong thing. And therefore, even at the time that he's making the sin, he feels guilty. So therefore, he can't even do the sinful hardly because he has a, a, a guilty conscience, which is better, obviously, than, than the first guy. So he says... He says, I'm not happy. I have no peace as a result of my sin. Which means, if anything, the sin was done uh, with, with, because, the, the, let's say, the Yetzirah or something like that, but it was not done Mishad Nefesh. Look how bad I feel. I'm, I'm depressed. He says, all the, the sin is making me, making me sick. And therefore, what does the Apikoros do? After he makes a sin, it says, like in the Pasuk, Shalom yeeli, keep vishirut ili elech. The Apikoros makes a sin, and what does he say? I don't care. Shalom yeeli. 
like they have these uh, guys that they're proud of Mahalal Shabbat. They put uh, 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 pub- publicity that they, that they eat terefot and stuff like that. They have no shame. David Amanda says, Adad Rabbah, look at, look at my reaction from the sin. I'm depressed, I'm sad. I'm... What else? So that's a different type of sin. A sin that's brought, brings you to sadness and, and depression afterwards, that shows you you didn't do it to anger God. Yeah, it was Taaba. Fine, that's that. I saw in Pasuk Yud Bet, beautiful explanation. My so-called friends, they didn't visit me. And my, my family stands from far. So I saw from the sefer called Ol Shraga, a beautiful explanation and it's a reality. He says, sometimes you have a guy who's down and out. Now, who's supposed to help the guy who's down and out? His family's supposed to help him. A lot of times we have these cases, even in the community. You have a guy, Hazid, poor guy, needs some money, but he has a rich uncle. You go to the uncle and say, listen, your, your nephew is making a wedding. He needs, no, no, don't get me involved. I'm my own court. I don't do anything. So what happens? That rich uncle hurts him two ways. Because now when you go to somebody else to collect, what do they say? Let him go to the uncle. And what does the uncle say? I'm a, so now the guy's bald on both sides. He doesn't get the money from his rich uncle. And the people won't give because he has a rich uncle. So that's the way he explained the pasuk. He says, my friends, he says, when they see me in pain and they see I need money, they stand menahok. You know why they stand menahok? Or they stand in front of me, they don't give me. Because they say his own family's not helping him. What are they going to help him for? Let him go to his uncle. And therefore, that hurts him twice. Why doesn't want to help? Furthermore, Rabotai, we'll explain one more, and I want to get to the, the Rash, what we came to say today. <clears throat> this I saw from Rav Ari Levine. He says on the Pasuk, the Pasuk is, Va'ani keheresh lo ishma, Pasuk Yudalit. What did David Amalek say? I'm like keheresh lo ishma, I'm like a deaf person, I don't even hear them. And like a mute, now he says it should really be grammatically. He's talking about himself, and I'm like a mute, I do not open my mouth. Why does it say it's, 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 grammatically? It's wrong. You notice that right away. See, so he says, Beautiful. He says, What's the best way to diffuse an argument when a guy's yelling at you? You make believe you don't understand him, you make believe you don't even hear what he's talking about. What ends up happening? He shuts up. Why does the guy keep on yelling at you when he sees he got you and it's bothering you and he got under your skin? He says, beautiful. Now I found his weak point. He continues to barrage. But when you make it like you don't know what he's talking about, so it causes them to shut up. So therefore, and what happens? He won't open his mouth anymore. Which is, that causes the other guy to keep quiet. The beautiful explanation. All right, let me... I came to, to say something over on that pasuk that we said we're going to analyze. Uh, that is pasuk Yud Aleph. This inyan of the heart that is seharhar, that's spinning, that's turning. What is this referring to? There's an amazing, amazing talk from Rabbi Nachman from Breslov in the Kuteh Muharan. It's a, uh, it's a deep piece. 
Uh, let me get the right book first in order to, to get it. I want to read it. He explains over here, very, very strong over here. Let me just get it for you inside. It's in the Kote Maharam, Maharam. Second, here it is, Tehillim. This is chapter Lamedhet. Libisa Harhar, Akaz. Akaz, right here. Akaz. Hope I'll be able to, there it is, beautiful. Okay. So he says like this. Sometimes, let's start from this. I have to set it up correctly. Everything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates in this world, ultimately, is to bring kavod to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The purpose of everything in this world is to reveal the glory like it says, whether it's the beautiful creation, the human body, the things that go on in the world, the events, all that is created for the glory of Hashem, as we know. The kavod of Hashem. The Pasuk says in Yeshaya, everything was created to reveal the glory of Hashem. That's the source of the whole creation. The job is to reveal Kivod Hashem in everything. Rabbi Nachman writes, Incredible. But then he says, What are you going to do if there's a vera? Or people are doing terrible things. If everything was created how could the glory of God be in such a such a bad place? He quotes the pasuk, I will not give my kavod to the sitra to others, which means there's a limitation where God's glory can be. It cannot be in a, in a place that's doing things that are abominable, but they still exist. So how could there be a mitziut of something existing in this world, a reality, if it doesn't bring glory to Hashem. Everything was created in Lichbodo. So if that item is existing, it has to have some sort of connection to Kivod Hashem. So the Rav comes along and says, is when God created the world, He created Ba'asara Ma'amarot with 10 utterances. Nine of them are explicit utterances. Vayomer, God said, let there be, let there be. One is hidden, Bereshit. Bereshit is called Ma'amar Nistam. It's a Ma'amar, but it's, it's hidden. He says, in that Inyan of Bereshit, that keeps all this Kedeged in existence. All the rebelliousness, the glory of God has to be there too. The glory of God has to be everywhere. But it cannot be explicit. It cannot be in the open. Because they're not in the open. They're doing things against Hashem. But they're still alive. So there has to be some electricity that keeps these sinners in existence. 
It's hidden. It's underneath. It's it's nistam. The lashon of the rab is, and I'm reading. Achda ki hem mekablim mebechinat maamar satum shu bereshit shu kolel kol maamarot vechulam mekablim chayut bemenu. That maamar is energy. It, it, it's one of the maamarot that, that keeps the world in existence. Vekabod shela maamar satumu satum vnealam. That kavod that comes from Bereshit, it's hidden. But that's where they're getting their existence. The other nine utterances that are revealed, because it's, it's, they're not doing something that brings glory to God. Which is an amazing thing. It's unbelievable. And that's probably where you see the glory of God. That even the sinners, what Elam gives them hayut. That's that also is the glory of God. Look how patient Hashem is, look how humble Hashem is. Or could be that Olam, the glory is that after he destroys them, then you see the, the glory of God. It's it, but it, I think it has to be even at the moment. It's not Allah It's even in, in real time. You see the glory of God. Look how humble he is. That even those that rebel against him, a regular king would not tolerate somebody rebelling him. Look how hesed is. He's giving them life. But that kavod. When you look at it, it's ikavod. It's against the kavod of Hashem. Therefore, he says, it's coming from Ma'amar Satum. The chayut of the sinners comes from the word Bereshit. So he says, now what about the regular human being? Sometimes we fall into these areas. We're in a rut. And we start to have ideas, questioning God, especially when things don't go our way. Especially when, you know, we're good people and we get bad breaks. We can't help it. Sometimes our mind starts to, you know, question. And we start to become a little uh, skeptical or uh, however it may be, cynical. And we come along and he says, where does that come from? So he writes. That comes from the pasuk we just meant. Libi seharhar. There's a certain kilipa called seharhar. It's called seharhar, which means it spins. It spins you around. All of a sudden, a guy who had so much imuna, all of a sudden he wakes up, let me seharhar. Azavani kohi. He lost his, his strength. And now he starts to have what he calls sibuchim u bilbulim. He lost his uh, equilibrium, meaning his spiritual equilibrium. He says it's a kilipa. It's called seharhar. So he says, what's the tikkun for that? When he finds himself in such a place, he has to know that at that moment when he's in the bad place, but he's still alive. He's still alive. So his reaction must be, That's what we say. Where is the mekom kivodo? It's not in what he's doing. In what he's doing, the Mekom Kivodo is concealed. When you're doing mitzvot, you see Kivod Hashem. But when you're making Averot, when you're in a bad place, then it's Bebechinat. Ayem Mekom Kivodo. Where's the Mekom? It's hiding in Bereshit. It's hiding in the... But we don't want to have the, the, the Kivod of Hashem Nistam in the hidden place. We want it to be in the open. <coughs> so when a person makes Teshuvah, is Teshuvah when he's in a bad place is Ayem Mekom Kivodo, God... Where I am now, your kavod is not being revealed. It's hidden. I want to be in the, in the negler. 
And that's why the Gemara says, when a person makes an avira b'machshaba, we're talking, let's say, let's say bad thoughts, he has to be a korban ola. <clears throat> korban ola is mechaper for bad thoughts. So let's say a person has questions in emunah, that's the big avira. He's thinking, you know, things he shouldn't think of, emunah. Why does Hashem do this to me? It's not right. And he starts to be angry at Hashem in his brain. We're human beings, sometimes it happens. At that point, he says, What am I doing? I'm in a bad place. Where's the kavod Hashem? He says, I'm in a, I'm in a place where the kavod Hashem is nistam. It's, it's hidden. I want, to, I want to leave this place and, and go back to the real place. He's crying out in Teshuvah. So the Rinachman writes, that that machshava is like bringing a korban olah. When you're yearning that the kavod of Hashem should be revealed again, you should get out of that place where ayem ekom kibud. It's like a korban olah. So he says, where does he know it from? <clears throat> the pasuk says, ayem hasel leolah. That when a person says ayem, where is the glory of God? Hasel leolah. It's like you brought a korban olah. It's like you you made a uh, a korban that's mechaper on hirurim raim. And he says, and that's the sword of the first word in the Torah. The way you say a sheep in Hebrew is also a what? A tayish. A tayish is also a sheep. Which means in Bereshit, which is the, the sword of the Kavod Nistam. What Eolam says in Bereshit, your goal is Barat Tayish. You have to be a Korban Olah. And the Korban was Mechaper on the Hirhurim. Bereshit what is Teshuvah? All he wants, I want to bring the glory of God again. He says, I'm not bringing Kavod to Hashem in my behavior. My thoughts are not bringing glory. I'm alive. It's coming from Bereshit, obviously. It's coming from the Kavod Nestar. So he comes along and says, God, when a person feels guilty that he's not being participating in the glory of God and the kevodah, that itself is a... When a guy says, that you, you left Bereshit, which was Ma'amar Satum Bara Tayish, and you created a Qurban Ola in your brain, in your words, and then he comes along and says, and at that point over there, he's able to escape the bad place. And we all go through the Sabotai. This is the moment of Lebi Seharhar, where the person's heart starts to... Now look how great David Melech was. David Melech, as great as he was, he had more emunah in the times of uh, trouble that he had. But he also recognized that this chapter is going to be read to guys like us, to regular folk. And he says, the Sa'arad is talking through us, David Melech. That when a person has his heart moving away, sehor sehor, he's going away, going around, going far from the, what he's supposed to be thinking, that you have to know is a kilipa. And at that point you have to say, God, where is your glory? I don't want it to be hidden. I know that I'm not contributing to the proper kavod. Oh, at that point you said, Ayeh, that's called teshuvah. Meaning, bring me out of this. Bring me to do things that are uh, uh, denying ma'amarim, which are ma'amarim giluim, are open. And then you connect yourself to Bereshit, Baratayish, and then you connect yourself to Ayeh, Aseh, Le'ola. Le'taken ul'chaper hirhura lev, she'bame mekomote metunafim. They come from the dirty places. Ke'ayedeh b'chinat Ayeh, le'taken ve'oleh misham. All right, Abotai, that's a little Hiddush of Rabbi to remind ourselves that everything is from the, from the Tikkun of the Kavod Hashem, and that's the chapter of the Tehidim. Hope you enjoyed. Be'ezat Hashem, we'll continue this next week. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen.